0: The MacGyver edition of the Never Gets Old podcast with your host, Mac Jackson, celebrating the episodes, the actors, and the influence that MacGyver has had on our lives. Like us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube at MacWJack. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the MacGyver Podcast. I'm your host, Mac Jackson, and joining me today is my lovely and silly wife, Cindy Jackson.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: We're also going to be hearing from my friend and fellow podcaster, uh, Nick Nero, later on with his thoughts on my story. Um. Which is, I finally got to meet Richard Dean Anderson.
1: Yay! Yay!
0: Thank you. Uh, um, before I get to that, though, I just want to remind everybody that my wife, among many of her other things that I'm very proud of her for, is the one of the administrators of the Sleepy Hollow Facebook page.
2: The, yes, the fan site.
0: The fan site. So yes. yeah, go check that out.
2: Yeah, we have fun there. Join, in, see some cool stuff,
0: and add comments and yes, spread and the love. Lots of comments. Okay, so, <clears throat> uh, one of the things I want to, I just, uh, but for those who are just joining in, uh, I assume when they see the title, I met Bertrude Jean Anderson. Well, uh, this might be the first episode that a lot of people are checking out. So I want to give everybody a quick rundown of why this is important to me. Uh, I think a lot of people are going, uh, would be up for meeting a celebrity because they're a celebrity. Uh, for me, that's, that's not what this is about. Uh, back in 85, late 85, early 86 I started watching MacGyver from the beginning and the way I always say it is the MacGyverisms get you in the door but what keeps you in the chair is Richard Dean Anderson. Uh, Through the years if you watch MacGyver as cool as the MacGyverisms are uh, there's a bit of a uh, what he's the most brilliant guy in any room So there's that sort of heroic, uh, what, superior feeling of intelligence, I guess, that you aspire to. And the fact that it's based in reality is is what makes it feel like a superpower. But through the years, uh, I admired MacGyver for who he is. Uh, If you watch it, he's charming, he's funny, he's kind, uh, he's generous, he's humble, uh, just all the qualities. That's why I think people are, well, tuning into this podcast, for example. This show's been off since 92, and I'm doing a podcast about it. Uh, so one of the things that I wanted to do was to find out, okay, if this guy's so wonderful, how close to the actor is he? Because you don't you want to know where that line is. Uh, and I found out that the actor Richard Dean Anderson is MacGyver. all his likes, his dislikes, his um, where he's from, his humor, uh, his sincerity, um, his humility. All the things that I adored of MacGyver came from Richard Dean Anderson. So, like others in the world, now there's a lot of people that I admire that are wonderful folks. Right? Yeah. we And
2: most of them share those qualities, actually. <laughs> exactly.
0: Most of them share those qualities. But there's a certain kinship, I guess, I feel with, Richard Dean Anderson. Uh, And it's not because of his fame, or, you know, his celebrity, but despite him, despite it, that makes me admire him. Because he's never arrogant. He's never cruel. Uh, He's a good human being who's using his celebrity to make the world a better place. Um, And yeah, Cindy and I constantly talk about Actors or famous people that we like, but there's very few that I feel such a strong connection to. Uh, I think it's also the fact that I share a lot of his likes, his dislikes, his mannerisms.
2: You happen to have very similar personalities and very similar senses of humor, yeah, and things like that. And I think that's
0: our why delivery. You were so relatable. Yeah, as a yeah,
2: mm-hmm. uh, related to him rather,
0: yeah, and a, a lot of um, I never personally believed like in, in relationships, you can testify to this opposites attract. I don't personally right. believe that, um, it's the other way around. We're so similar, so we get along, obviously, sure. Uh, <laughs> uh and it's that sort of thing. So, as much as I in Enjoy meeting people that I've seen on TV or movies or whatever. There were two people in my life that I was determined that I had to meet. And it's not because I wanted anything from them. It was just to have that moment. To maybe have the opportunity to share uh, my sincere appreciation for who they are as people. Uh, I got to meet. We got to meet. Michael Nesmith. That was one. That was one that we said we have to meet him.
2: He was both, He was on both of our lists before we met, so once yeah. we got together, we had to do that. <laughs> exactly.
0: And the other was Richard Dean Anderson, uh, who my mother said, uh, you know, it's funny, as I always wanted you to meet him because I knew how much it meant to you, but I never thought you really would. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Little that you know. <laughs> well, I, yeah. And, and I always said if he's ever on this coast, I have to go see him. I'll drive wherever to, to see him. Uh, well, a few years ago, when he was in Vancouver, when he started doing conventions, Cindy was trying to find a way to have me go to that convention in Vancouver, which is the opposite coast and up. Uh, but it financially was impossible. So when this happened, when news broke that he was coming to Maryland, uh, the fine my buddy Nathan and the fine folks at MacGyver Online and rdanderson.com sent me many an email <laughs> to make sure that I knew. And it wasn't even a, a discussion. It was like this has to happen. No, I would not like nah. <laughs> Nah, I mean, I'd like, I, mean, I really want to, but, eh, like, and, and the, it wasn't really expensive to do. No. Uh, thank God. Um, So, I got, and, and the whole thing for me is just to, to be able to share that moment, to be, to know that I actually met the guy that I have idolized. And again, it's not the fame, it's the fact that what you see on MacGyver and Stargate uh, they're taken from his personality uh he I'll tell you more about this in a little bit but he even said when I watched his q a about how each of those characters were taken from him he tends to play it off and make a joke out of it and but if you get him in a you know serious philosophical state of mind he'll tell you, How when he's alone and he's in a serious situation, he's MacGyver. And when he's in a group and he's allowed to be more humorous and more rambunctious, Mm -hmm. he's Jack (laughs) O'Neill. And you can see where both of those characters overlap in times of crisis. Jack O'Neill very much becomes MacGyver-ish. He's serious and takes charge.
2: I think that's part of why there's a lot of the whole crossover MacGyver is Jack O'Neill, you know, Fan fiction or stories or, mm-hmm. you know, things going around because they are so similar because they are both taken from from Rick.
0: Yeah, and, and to know that, that the guy is as wonderful as a human being, as characters that he's played, is just inspiring. So, I went down on Friday and drove down... I live in Pennsylvania, so it was about three hours, maybe a little bit more than that. And I went down on Friday because Rick was going to be there Saturday and Sunday. And I hung around and, you know, I figured I'll get there. I'll take my time. I'll, you know, I ended up going down instead of going through the main doors. I went down into I found some side steps that led down to the bottom area. Which is where I knew the convention was going to be, so I just thought, well, save myself some trouble. And I walk in, I walk through the glass doors, and there's all these volunteers that are standing there. And I walk through the door, and they turned and looked at me and said, uh, 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 and they just kind of looked at each other, and I'm like, hi, <laughs> you, uh, how did you get in here? Like, the, the door <laughs> be- behind me? Oh,
2: the teleporter. Uh,
0: yeah, you, uh, you weren't supposed to get in that way. Great. We're the security. And no, we, nobody even saw him sneak in like, yeah, I didn't really sneak. I just kind of walked. Do
2: you have a bathroom?
0: <laughs> yeah. Down around the corner. I said, okay. So then, you know, I registered and basically for the day I walked around, I looked at the, uh, the merchandise tables that they were setting up, uh, figured I'd just relax um, see what there was to see, found my buddy, uh, Nathan, who everybody has heard on the podcast before, uh, Nathan Shell, and he was a vendor there. So he, um, uh, he, he was still setting up, uh, you know, taking my time. And I go downstairs at one point, and this is maybe around five o'clock and who's down there already signing, but Robert Picardo. Robert Picardo has been around forever and done a lot, but a lot of people know him from Star Trek Voyager or more close to our heart, uh, Stargate Atlantis. And SG-1, actually. Um, so I right, go up and talk to him and get uh, our, the podcast, uh, the Never Gets Old podcast page signed. Have a nice conversation with him and who's next to him. Uh, but Michael Welch, who played the young Jack O'Neill clone. Uh, And so I also, we we know him from Joan of Arcadia. So then I I scoot over and I'm talking to him. And he's a sweet guy. We hit it off, uh, just shooting the bull. And I said to him, you know, to this day, my wife and I really miss Joan of Arcadia. And he said, you know, I wonder what we would have done though because the guy who was playing the devil uh, or the devil's minion or whoever had gotten signed to play on a different show and at the time we were hoping he didn't get it because we thought we were getting a third season and you know if we had gone on we would have been in a dilemma and I said not no not not really and he looked at me how so I said well God constantly changed who he, how he looked to Joan. Why can't the devil? And he, oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, man. <laughs> so that was fun. And, you know, I said, yeah, you know, I'm here. Uh, I do a podcast page uh, or I do a podcast about Rick called the MacGyver Podcast. And I'm just, you know, got here a day early because I knew he was coming tomorrow. And I goes, well, you know, Rick's just right down there. Right? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, uh, he's right down. See him? He's right down the hall. He's signing. He's here already. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> and I looked at him like, excuse me, I'm going to. He's like, oh, yeah, go. Go. Like, he understood. Just go.
2: Probably not the first time it happened to him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I already had told him ahead of time. Like, I'm, you know, he's my idol. So so he's like, yeah, go. I'm like, thank you. (laughs) And here I go boogieing down to it. Now, I'm looking, and the line is just about, there's five people in line, maybe. So he had been there a while, and I don't know how nobody mentioned it. Uh, he came a day early and was sweet enough to just sign for people. I love that. Uh, and that that's just so sweet. And I get in line, and I'm shooting the bull with uh, some people. And I walk up, and there's a girl at the table and a guy next to Rick who basically the, the girl would take the money. The guy would take what you're going to have signed. Put your, a sticky with your name on it so that your name is spelled right, because Rick is personalizing.
2: Which is also wonderful.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and I'm, I'm trying not to listen in on whoever's in front of me, their conversation, because that's their conversation. Um, and it's, it's funny, too, because I don't get starstruck. And, again, it's not about him being a star that I care about. But it hits me. I'm about to have my dream come true. This is going to happen now. Like, I've always wanted this. And again, it's not that I want anything. It's just I get to meet him. I'm accomplishing a dream. And my knees start shaking. <laughs> and I, it's so weird. I was very aware that,
2: holy crap. Yeah, and you do not get like
0: I that. am not that guy. No. But my body's telling me, yeah, this is, this is it. This is your, this is, it, it was like everything I was very aware of the moment I was in. Right. And so, you know, we're scooting along and very excited. But, you know, I'm... Keeping it cool. (laughs) Yep. Well, and I expect him to be as kind and wonderful as anything I've ever seen him be. So I'm not nervous, but I'm excited. And I don't want to come off as overly excited. Because the one thing we've seen through the years is where people don't know what to say...
2: And they're nervous and they're
0: silly and, yeah, you know, they don't
2: make the most of the moment. Yeah, that's kind of what it comes down to. They kind of are just so caught up in the fact that it's happening that they don't
0: enjoy it or they might say something just goofy and okay. Right. So I hear him say he's talking to people and and he says something. Oh, I don't know. That would be I don't know how much I'm, I'm terrible at math. Ugh. And and that's the thing about his humor. He's For two reasons, he's very uh, self-deprecating with his humor. Mm-hmm. He always plays down how smart he is, just like on, on Stargate. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he'll say, ah, I, I don't remember yesterday. I can't tell you about episode, whatever. Because I think for two things. One, it's funny. And two, it avoids a lot of people well, can you recreate that ep- that right. scene and that, that you just...
2: Yeah, what yeah. was the nuance behind the third line in the fourth episode of season whatever? Yeah, yeah.
0: or it, with MacGyver. Here, here's the things you did on that episode. Would you recreate the bomb that you... Like, oh, I, you know, and he gets enough of those same type of questions where he's amazingly kind and patient. And so I think... I, one of the things I learned from him is how to deal with those potentially aggravating or embarrassing moments. So part of it is to just downplay it, you know, make a joke out of yourself. Right. So he's saying, you know, "Ah, I'm terrible at math. So, you know, we move along, we're getting closer and the guy in front of me is talking to the guy and his wife in front of me are talking to him and he leans over to, uh, Paul, who's the guy sitting next to him taking the pictures, says something. Okay, so wait. If if we took that, take the twenty and add the. uh, And I just not to butt in on anybody's conversation, but it wouldn't matter if it was him or not. I still would have made this joke. I said, and he
2: was kind of leaning toward in your direction. Yeah, in my
0: direction. And I just went right math. And he cracked up laughing,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I just smirked and like, okay, I don't want to take away from whoever's in front of me. But I thought, okay, that's cool. I already had you had a you know, moment, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It's not even my time yet. So then <clears throat> I decide to have him sign the cover page of the MacGyver podcast. That makes sense. Yeah, it's a it's a good conversation starter anyway. Absolutely. So. It's now my turn. I remember taking a step to the right, and he gets it in front of him, and he looks at it and he goes, "Mac, the MacGyver podcast." Yeah, I said, "Hi." It's like, "Hi, (laughs) I'm Mac Jackson. I do a podcast about you." It's like, "You about me? Yeah, you about me. You do a podcast about me? Yep." (laughs) It's like, "Wow." I'm like, yeah, well, you yeah. know, he goes, what? really? And he's looking at the page. He's like, and your name's Mac. I'm like, mm hmm. Uh, really? Are you on Twitter? I said, yeah, yeah. Actually, we've had, we've had conversations in the past. Wow. We, tell me this isn't the only podcast that you do. I said, oh, no, no, no. I, I do other things. I do, uh, another podcast about, I'm a singer songwriter and, of which reminds me. And I reach into my bag. And I take out, I had made him three discs, digitally, uh, what are the MP3s or whatever. So there's Mm -hmm. basically six hours of songs. I made him a mix of stuff that I love. And and our own band stuff, especially the first song, mentions MacGyver. Right. So I think I kind of had to put that on there. Definitely. But... It was more about these are songs that mean the most, you know. I, I adore these, and these songs move me. And if I can give that to you, uh, anybody who knows me knows when we meet. If we hit it off, I'm making you some music. <laughs> I'm right. just that I have a new thing of blank CDs here for, for new friends. So buckle up, anybody who wants to meet. <laughs> me. Uh, so it, I gave I gave that to him. He was a Wow! Thanks for me, yeah. Or right. wow, okay. And I said, "Well, you know, it's the gift that keeps on giving." And he goes, "I thought that was disease." <laughs> I said, "Well, the other gift that keeps on
1: giving."
0: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he laughs, and he said, "So your your name's Mac?" I said, "Yeah." And you're on Twitter. I said, yeah. It's uh. He goes, "Well, what's your um?" what's your uh, handle? I'll, I'll look you up. And,
2: oh my gosh. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and now I, we're hitting it off and that's cool because I'm not even aware now. <sighs> you get lost in the moment when you meet someone that you get along with. It's one of those, like, you're so excited. Like, this is great. I love whoever this is I'm talking to that I forgot that this is Richard Dean Anderson. This is a guy <laughs> who I've been watching since 85. Right. Like this is no, this is a guy that I like and we're hitting it off and we're getting to know each other and this is cool. And I also know that time is a ticking because the guy next to him had said to to, to his friend next to him, I want to wrap this up before I even got to to meet Rick. So, okay.
2: Was there anybody behind you at this point or were we at the final? Well, that was a good.
0: Yeah, it was wonderful. So yeah, so we're we're chatting. And he goes, so what what is it? I said it's Mac W Jackson. Mac W Jackson playing over in his head. Hmm. Okay, all right, I'll look you up. I said, Yeah, great. Okay. He said Mac W. What's the uh, what's the W stand for? I said, oh, it's um, William. I said, you know, actually, my birth name isn't Mac. Uh, it's what I go by and have for most of my life, but. My my birthday, he's like, oh, okay, yeah. And he leans in, he leans in, like, okay, yeah. Tell me, like, this is a secret. I won't tell anybody. Come <laughs> on. And I now I had didn't even realize at the time, but I'm leaning on the table, like we're not talking stand. Like everybody else would stand, talk to him, and you know, like like not get too close. I don't know if they're nervous or just worried about personal space. Right. I'm leaning on, time. yeah. I'm leaning on the table, leaning in in at him for our conversation, and he's leaning towards me because we're talking. We're not talking like this. We're actually having a conversation. Well, especially
2: since he leaned in, you know, for the whispering thing. You guys are in close proximity. Yeah, and
0: and he's like, you know, yeah, go ahead. You can tell me what it is. Okay. (laughs) And I said, well, you know, it's Michael. And he goes, okay. Like, what's the big deal about the name Michael? Michael. That's a good name, and he goes, "All right," and I said, "Wait for it," <laughs> and I did With the
2: same inflection and <laughs> gestures as Jack O'Neill or maybe yeah. MacGyver would have done. Yeah,
0: exactly. I, I don't. I'm not even conscious. That I I'm know doing, you're not.
2: You do it all the time.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I, I I wait for it, and he goes, "Oh, oh." Jackson, okay, oh man, and like right, and he goes and takes a sip of his water. As I said, try being in third grade when Thriller comes out with that one, and he does a spit take. You <laughs>
1: know,
0: <laughs> like exactly, yeah. So, uh,
2: so check, you know, giving Richard Dean Anderson a spit take off your bucket list.
0: Yeah, honest to God, the
2: that's fact that that's just
0: I can make much. my comedic hero laugh. Exactly. I mean, the two funniest people in the world to me are Michael Nesmith and Richard Dean Anderson, and I was freaking cracking Richard Dean
1: Anderson (laughs) up,
0: and it was sincere, and it was comfortable, and it was so freaking cool. So we're talking more, and the guy, uh, Paul, goes, okay, well, thanks, Mac. He's ready to go. So I kind of both look at him like, we're talking. (laughs) We're, We're done. But... I decide to be gracious and go. Okay, well, uh, you'll be here all weekend, right? He's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So all right, well, well, I'll be back. I'll see you around. He's like, Okay, hey, listen. And he takes my hand, hand over hand, and says, he gestures to the CD and the the podcast uh, page, and goes, Thank you, really, sincerely, thank you for this. So you're very, you're more than welcome. He puts his hand over my hand, you know, two two hands. And he says, it's an honor.
1: Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. And it was, no,
0: and it was sincere. Like, I knew that, like, he really appreciated me. And, yeah. and I think the fact that I wasn't, I was so comfortable. That's something I, I can take pride in is yeah. the fact that I'm sincere with everybody.
1: Right.
2: And I
0: think that's what's caused great moments with, for right. us. With celebrities, quote unquote. From, right. You know, we've gone to Stargate conventions and been able to hang out with wonderful people who happen to be the actors from the show. Right. I played for, what, three hours with Jason Momoa in the lobby
1: that was awesome. twice,
0: for you know, playing guitar because we just hit it off. Uh, Jay Acavone hung out in the lobby with us from, what, eight until three in the morning, yep. just shooting the bowl and having deep philosophical, fix-on-the-world conversation. <laughs> I can go on, but I'm proud that I don't come off as uncomfortable or, you know, uh, like you said, overcompensating. Oh, I'm in the moment. <laughs> oh, and I right. missed it. Right. And he said, it's an honor. So I said, thank you. Thank you. I'll see you later. He's like, okay. And I turn around, and I float away. <laughs> I'm not walking now. I'm, I'm floating on air. And as I walk away, somebody said to me, boy, you guys really hit it off. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, and, you and, weren't
2: imagining it. Well,
0: no, I didn't, I wasn't even a. This is my point. I wasn't even aware that I, I I'm like, holy crap, that, that was, again, Him. it's, yeah, it's all like yeah. clicking, like. Because I'm just thinking, there's a great guy that I was having a great conversation with. And then when he said that, how we hit it off, I'm like, holy crap, yeah, I was leaning on the table. Oh, now I start replaying everything in my head. like
2: Remembering who you were talking yeah. to at that point.
0: And I just thought, wow, that's – okay, a couple things. It's amazing of him, and it's a wonderful compliment to who he is. Because I watched him be sincere with everybody that he talked with. Yeah. And in in the moment, he wasn't uh,
2: looking at his watch, looking
0: at his watch, or just keeping his head down, signing crap, and getting people. Up. He's not that guy.
1: No.
0: But to have that extra, just natural, he knows I'm safe. Right. Is what it is.
2: He honestly probably felt comfortable with you the way that you felt comfortable with him, and the way you related to him. He probably related to you the same the kinship. way. Right.
0: Yeah, that kinship. So. Exactly. And I'm forever, forever thankful. So I walk back and I'm putting stuff in the bag. And I go back over to, to Michael Welch, who's talking with people now. Uh, you know, and when when there's not a big line, you can do that. You can just hang around and shoot the bull. So I walk to and say, hey, Mike, thanks again. He's like, did you get it? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got it. Thank you. He's like, excellent. I know, I know. I know. So then I ended up going over and we talked about music. Uh, he was telling me about stuff that he liked. And and there were a couple girls there that were in on the conversation. I started telling him about Mike Nesmith and David Gray. He's like, oh, yeah, I know David Gray. Hmm. Good. Good, because I'm going to send you some. Send <laughs> you so <just> some videos. <laughs> Thank you, know David Gray. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I mean, just to naturally hit it off. Like, Robert Picardo was nice. I have no complaint about him. He was very kind to everybody. But you know when you just naturally hit it off without any effort? As a matter of fact, I talked to Michael Welch about that. I said about how there's that invisible wall that can be there. Sometimes it's needed, depending on who you're talking to. Right. But if you hit it off and if they're humble and sincere and the person they're dealing with is not wacko, <laughs> you can lower that wall. Right. And... That was that was one of those great moments too. So, uh, who I'm trying to I want to look at the schedule here of, of who did what. Uh, okay, yeah. Right after that, it was Michael Welch went up on stage and did his Q and A was cool. He's gonna have a new zombie show. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, Z Nation, and it's gonna be uh, on the Sci Fi Channel. So I'm looking forward to that. I think uh, the guy from, yeah, well, it, it, it'll be the sci-fi channel, hopefully the Stargate sci-fi channel, as yeah. opposed to the Sharknado sci-fi <laughs> channel. Uh, and he was up there and said, you know, it's funny. I'm known for three things. Most people recognize me from Twilight, uh-huh. Joan of Arcadia
1: right,
0: for two seasons, and one episode of Stargate. It's like people, just as many. I'm like, that's cool.
2: I believe it. Yeah.
0: And he even said uh, during his time that the one thing he wished he did with that role was he was so into making sure, like they gave him episodes of Stargate to watch to try and get down uh, Rick's mannerisms and the way he would say things. And he practiced it and would recite the line and he just wishes that when he had done it, he was more free with it. because he relaxed. was he was so methodical with every gesture, every word. Right. You know, he wishes that he had been more comfortable to just flow, and, you know. But uh, then, so he, his time was on stage, and then uh, Robert Picardo. And Robert Picardo had said at the end of his Q&A, it was cool. He talked about, the first thing I ever saw him in was Inner Space with Meg Ryan. Right. Talks already. about, for, yeah, first meeting her and uh, how they filmed complicated scene. It was really neat. And also how he got the part. He made up that character. Oh, really? Yeah. And he said at the end, hey, tonight, join me, 10 o'clock. We're doing karaoke over here. We're going to have a good time. So I thought, all right, if there's nothing else going on, yeah, I'll stop down and do the karaoke. And I went upstairs. And I was walking around looking at the stands, and there was the Fandemonium table, which they make the Stargate books, the paperback books. Uh, Coincidentally, I'm reading one right now uh, with a matter of honor, is what it's called. And it's written by uh, Sally Malcolm, who's the editor and publisher of Fandemonium Books. So, oh yeah, all right, I'm looking at the books. I'm I have most of those books anyway, but hey, it's Stargate, so I'm gonna look at it. As I'm standing there, I look and I'm looking at name tags of the people who's there and it's Sally Malcolm. Yeah. Huh. I look at the book, I look at her, I look at the book. <laughs> I said, You're did you write this? She's like, Yeah, that's me. I said, I I'm reading this book with my son right now. When I get home, it's in his nightstand. Huh. So we start talking, and we hit it off. Um, she's there with her husband, and a few of the writers of the books were there. And we, we start comparing, oh, what about the what about the way that they never did this, or the way that they brought, you know, freaking Valet into the series. And we really get, it like, we're, we're sharing our thoughts on, on many a topic. And she said, hey, tonight we're having a, a book party downstairs. I didn't know what that was. I don't but either. it was it was come on down and you know we'll we'll get to carry on more conversation. I thought yeah great. So time comes ten o'clock. I go downstairs where they're having this this party. <clears throat> well, everybody who was writing books or publishers or whatever had the tables out and people can line up and talk to them. Well, it was pretty crowded. So I thought all right, I'll go in to the karaoke thing. I'll sing a song. I'll come back out. I'll talk to Sally. And- right. You know, everybody. Because we were having a great conversation. I'm going to have her on the podcast in the future. Nice. So, go in to the 50s style diner. Uh, and they're, the it's very, very crowded. Uh, Robert Picardo's there chatting with people. And they keep calling him up every three songs. Now... I ran up right away and picked a song to sing. They didn't have much of a selection. I would have done Taxi by Harry Chapin. Of course. But they didn't. So I picked Vienna by Billy Joel. Sure. Okay. There's another attention getter. And all right. It should be half hour at most. Right. Yeah. No. It was, I got there at 10. I sat by myself listening to people, some better than others sincerely try to sing and others were not uh until midnight ouch robert picardo kept going up every three now they would call him up he would right, jump right. in front and go all right it's my turn <laughs> no he was very fun and, and having a good time and everybody was laughing and i at one point i went up to the to the people that were picking the songs and i said can you check my name can you see if my name's on that list uh, okay, and she looks, she's like, yeah, you're about 12 people away. I'm like, oh, God. Oh gosh. She goes, well, the problem is they keep throwing Robert Picardo at us, and we have to find a song for him quick. I'm like, I got gotcha. you. Great. So, by the time 12 o'clock rolls around, I'm ticked. I'm, not to sound like a, a diva or anything, but I've been sitting there for two hours by myself. Right. I just want to sing my freaking song. I just, you know, I'm now dedicated. I could walk out and just forget about it. Right. But no, I don't. don't,
2: But you don't want to. I don't want
0: to. Now it's a matter of principle. (laughs) Nathan finally comes down. He had gone, he closed, they had closed the stand at eight. He went up, was making badges for people and came, because that's what he does. That's his stand. He makes like, any show you want, say CSI, Stargate. You want an ID badge, you, he can make it one that looks exactly on-screen accurate, and he can also put your photo in there.
2: That's awesome.
0: And he does it like in 10 minutes. Oh, wow. He's that good at it. So, uh, look him up. Nathan Shell is his name. Uh, S-C-H-E-L-L? Yeah, there you go. Uh, Got to think of what cred- credential... I don't want to butcher the name of his business, but just yeah. look him up and... You'll get pointed in the right direction. Anywho. So he shows up around midnight. It's like, hey, there you are. I'm like, hey, listen. No, I'm I'm just waiting to get done here. i got to go out and talk to Sally. and You know, I feel rude. And by this point, Robert Ricardo had left. I got a nice picture with him. He was very sweet to get a picture with. He said, can we do it outside? Just so. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if I do it, now everybody else is going to come running. And right. He just wants to go to sleep. I'm like, I hear you, buddy. <laughs> so. Of honest to God, it must have just been a little after midnight when they all right, who's up next? Mac Jackson! Like, I get I go up, I take the microphone, I sing Vienna, and I felt like doing like the whole
2: drop the mic. Yeah,
0: drop the <laughs> mic. Yo, yo. But Vienna doesn't quite match the gangster rapper sort of attitude. But that's just how I felt. Like, yeah, done. <laughs> But people, uh, it was great, because when they start playing the piano part in the beginning, I thought nobody would know the song. Well, I hear this, oh, well, it's not like uh, Only the Good Diet young, or, you know, Piano Man. It's it's a little deeper. But I hear,
1: oh,
0: the, I'm like, all right, cool. So <clears throat> I sing it, and when it was done, people were coming up to me. And at this point, I'm just like, all right, you're ready to go, let's go. But people were coming up to me saying, hey, hey. That was excellent. you got a beautiful voice. That's sweet. It is. To have strangers come up to you. Now, nobody, I didn't see anybody else doing that. But strangers came up to me and said nice things. Thank you. So I slipped on my card and said, look me up on Facebook. Yeah. Um, I had a pocket full of those cards, too. Oh, sure. Uh, went through them all. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. The next day. We had to get up early to the to go get your picture with, with Rick was 10 o'clock. I got up and out of the door by 9. Of course. Because I'm no dummy. I'd rather be very early than a slight bit late. Right. And thank God I did because I was like 20th in line. Wow. Out of pff, however many. Yeah. It went wrapped around floors. I mean, and here's the other thing, too. The line starts moving, and I understand it, and for me, it didn't matter because I already had my time with them. I planned on having more time with them, but the people in charge are trying to usher us through like cattle. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Run in, get your picture, and get the heck out of here because they have a schedule to keep. After the hour to get thousands of people through to get their picture with him, then the next group comes through to get their picture with... Terrell, Terrell Rothery, and him, and him, Terrell and Robert Picardo, because they're all stargate people. Right. So there are people who chose that. Okay. I just I understand it. It kind of sucked because you did kind you would feel kind of rushed if you that was your only time to meet him. Right. Uh. I, whatever. So I'm you know standing in line and. I hand off my bag to whoever's going to put it towards the exit. And I'm dressed up as General Jack O'Neill. I've got the stars on the collars. I'm I'm wearing the green on-base uh, uniform. Mm-hmm. And it's great because the person in front of me goes. They get their picture. And he's wonderful to everybody. And he's standing facing the camera. So I'm coming in at his left. He sees me. He gives me a big smile and hugs me and goes, look at you dressing up for me. <laughs> like a nookie on yeah, 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 yeah. It was like a loving kind of like I'm proud of you hug, you know. And I said, well, you know what they say. Went on Abydos. Dressed like Jack O'Neill. And he starts laughing at <laughs> me. He goes, I, I didn't know they say that. <laughs> Say, oh, yeah, 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 they, they say that so, <laughs> sometimes, somewhere. my gosh. And the picture that you see of us together with, uh, with our arms around each other is we're laughing at that moment. That's that awesome. A, yeah, yeah, like that was a sincere, we're chuckling still as we get our picture. And so he gives me like a squeeze and a, uh, you know, like a loving kind of like pat on the back, mm-hmm. like. I appreciate this type of a thing, as opposed to I'm only putting my arm around you because it's expected or that type of thing. Right. No, he's sweet and and kind, just like a you know I'm comfortable with you, and I and I patted him too. So as we separate, he like pinches my shirt like to keep my attention. Oh, okay. Like I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm not paying attention anymore.
2: <laughs> what is that? Is that a fly? Don't yeah, touch.
0: <laughs> But, no, he, like, tweaks my, my shoulder to, to make sure I make an eye contact with him. He says, hey, thanks, Mac.
1: Aw.
0: Yeah. Aw. He said, thank you. And we smiled at each other, and then he had to turn to the next person. Nice. And I'm walking out of there, and I just, I'm full of love. I'm just thanking everybody. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Hey, thank you for sure. talking.
2: Merry Christmas, you beautiful old building alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm, like, thanking the the, the camera person. Thank you. i thanking Paul, who's over there on the side. Thank you. And I walk out, and I... Um,
2: I have to say, yeah. before you go on to the next subject, yeah, the conversation that you had just then, I could honestly see, like, the two of you facing each other as if it was... I can't describe it. Almost like a mirror.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. of, of the
2: same type of personality and the same type of just yeah. humor and that just kind of going back and forth. Yep. It, it's just kind of neat to picture that. And
0: we had that on Friday, too, when, when we were just talking, because, and it's funny, I see it especially now that I've met him. I'm like, oh, so this is what everybody's talking about. Yeah. I see, yeah, because I see myself in him. And now I see him in me. Like, I can see, oh, yeah, same gesture, same humor, yeah. same delivery, same, yeah, you know, just, wow. And he, I can tell he appreciates that. Yeah. Like, it was a sincere, like, huh.
2: Yeah, nice to have somebody there that he felt that comfort. Yeah,
0: like, that's so freaking that cool. Is very cool. And again, it's un, unplanned, undescribable, and I'm forever thankful. Mm-hmm. So I go out. And meet with our friends that are in the hall. And uh, they they had gotten they'd been right before me. Uh, Beth.
2: Oh, yeah. Hi, Beth.
0: (laughs) So, uh, Beth is also going to send us pictures. Good. Yeah, because not only does she take better pictures, she has a better camera. Right. She also has friends who are closer that can take good pictures. So, uh. I digress. So, now, after all that, Rick is now going to sign more pictures downstairs. Okay? This guy is not a prima donna, I'm a star. I've I've done done my time. Exactly. Yeah. He's there whenever he is not sleeping. He's there. Interacting. So, I get in line again. Because now I want to show him, well, besides more talking, but I also want to show him the other podcast page because we didn't have enough time, you know, that you wanted to know, here it is. Right. So I figured I'll have him sign that because there's a Stargate on the logo. Right. Thanks to Joseph Arnold, who did those wonderful pictures for us. Um, and by the way, who touched up then the once I rescanned these pictures into the computer, they looked faded, the colors weren't as vibrant, so he touched them up. Very nice. Yeah. So I get back in line, and it's so funny. They wouldn't let anybody get in line before he was there. Huh? They're <laughs> basically well, you know he's gonna be signing at eleven, let's say. Right. Don't you wanna get in line? Before eleven? Exactly. Nope. The people in charge were like, no, we're not doing that yet. It has to get closer to when when we hear he's on his way down, that's when.
2: So you can't stand in a line?
0: Nope. Nope. Not in that not in that section. So eventually I walk over and said, Hey, not to be a pest, but TikTok, you see the time? Couldn't is there a line started? Oh yeah, right outside. I'm like, oh. So there's Oh, thanks again, for telling me. Yeah, whatever. It's twenty people or so. Already started that. I just thought there were people outside smoking. I don't right. know. I'm like, oh, you people are so unhealthy. <laughs> oh, you're actually in line. Oh, then so am I. <laughs> so I hop in line. And again, nice conversations. Uh you know, he's taking his time talking to people too, which I love. I, I'll stand in line all day if it means if everybody that, gets
2: that attention. Yeah, exactly. Yep.
0: Uh and just to watch him be that way with other people too. You're just like, yep. Yeah, that's why I adore this guy. Yep. That's, he always said the reason he wants to do these conventions isn't, he doesn't make money on it. He wants the money to go to his charity.
1: Right.
0: And he wants to have the one-on-one time with people.
2: Which is wonderful.
0: Yep. And nobody, I'll say, nobody got out of hand that I saw. Nobody got goofy. Nobody got stupid. He didn't wince for anybody. Right. Everybody was sweet. So, I'm still in my general duds. <laughs> When it's my time to go up again, and <laughs> I walk up and he goes, "Hey Mac," I'm like, "Hey!"
1: Oh my god! Go, hey Rick, <laughs> Squeak.
0: And, <laughs> and it's funny too because he he gives me the he salutes me. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I said, like, this is the uh, you yeah, know, like Give us the loop back, and we're but we're smiling, like right. we're sm- you know, and. Uh, <laughs> I he's looking at, at the, the page. I said, see, this is the other podcast I was talking about. We talk about Stargate and you know, it's T V movies, music, and comics. So it's more general. Uh and he's like, Oh, that's kind of cool. I'm like, Yeah. He said, Listen, um, when you do find me on Twitter, uh, you know you're you're welcome to come on the podcast whenever you want. Now here's the thing. I'm not there to ask him. Right. That's not why I got back in line. You were not that's planning not, on I wasn't, asking him. No, it wasn't even in my thought at the time, but thank God it was because I would hate it to be like, well, how come he's never been on? Well, he's never been asked.
2: Well, that, right. that's
0: the time you ask him. He's right in front of me.
2: Well, and it was very natural in the conversation, too. It wasn't like... Oh, by the way, I want to ask you this. It was right. were having a dialogue and it just happened to be a good time to mention it.
0: Exactly. Like I'm not, uh, I'm not there to get something. Right. I don't want to sneak on his TV show and I don't want to, you know, yeah. have a lock of his hair. Just, <laughs> no, I'm enjoying the moment, but it's, even though it doesn't have to be said, I kind of feel like it's my place to mention it. You're welcome on your podcast. Well,
2: and I, and I mean, at the moment where he said he was honored that you do it.
0: Exactly.
2: It, it's almost like you probably should just offer it, you know?
0: Right. And so I said, you know, you're welcome on the podcast whenever you want. He goes, which one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh.
1: either. Yeah, I'm like,
0: e- either, but I figure the one that's about you would probably be <laughs> the one you'd be leaning towards. He goes, oh, <laughs> right. Uh. <laughs> he goes, you know, yeah, I, I... I, I want to. It's just, I have to be careful. My, my daughter is really protective of what I do. So sweet. Which I, I adore. Uh, he, I go, oh, oh, yeah? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she, and he kind of gives me this, this face. He goes, oh, yeah. She, all her life, whenever somebody comes up to talk to me, she'll stand between us. Huh. I understand that. I said, oh, no, I, I, I got that. It, my son's the same way. And he said, oh, you have, a, you have a son? I said, yep, he's five, and uh, my daughter is two. <gasps> now he's signing. I remember his head was down. He was signing at the time, signing the page. And he said, you have a two-year-old? He looks up. He goes, oh, man, I'm jealous.
1: Aw.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I said, you know, so, you know, you check it out, both of you. And if you want at any time, I mean, you have my contact information. It's, I'm, anytime i any time I do a new episode I posted to your Twitter page, so you're going to see it. Right. So, said, oh, all right, perfect, yeah, great. And I said, you know, I wanted to tell you, because I, I may not get a chance later on, but I, I just wanted to tell you, and again, we're leaning in towards each other to have this conversation. And at this moment, I realized I'm doing it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm like, oh, yeah, look, I'm doing this again. <laughs> I, it wasn't premeditated, but here I am in the moment again. So I said, I just wanted to tell you, um, as much as I love MacGyver and Jack O'Neill, it's been you, despite your fame, always being humble and inspirational, that has meant the most to me.
1: Aww.
0: And he, his eyes get big and he leans back and goes, wow. Aww,
1: I are <laughs> saying that.
0: Why? Well, I, I can't. I can't express to you how much that means to me.
1: Oh gosh.
0: And I said, "Well, you know, you know, ser- seriously grabs my hand, and says, Seriously, thank you.'" Oh. Like you know, and I, he he gets it. He knows I'm sincere, and it was important for me to to say to, to him. To give that to him. Well, and also to make sure he understands, I admire you. I'm not here because you're MacGyver. Right. I'm here because MacGyver is you.
2: Aw, that's cute. Thanks.
0: <laughs> but that's that's it. Right, right. You know, if he, he was great on MacGyver, but an a-hole in real life, I wouldn't be there to see right. him. Right. I adore him. So I sincerely wanted to convey that. And not gush, but be as succinct as possible.
1: Nice.
0: Thanks. And he's like, Ser- seriously, thank you. I said, You're welcome. Hey, how how often do you get a chance to tell your idol that, you know, how much they mean to you? And he, he said, Oh, come on, stop it. <laughs> and which I expected from him. Right. Because of he always course. he always goes, push, push on. Right, know, like,
2: right.
0: Don't. And I said, hey, come on. Besides, it's it's easy to like MacGyver and Jack O'Neill. And he laughed.
1: <laughs> he cracked
0: up. He goes, Well, maybe not so much, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> he said seriously though thank you and, and i hope to see you later and hand over hand again oh. said, me too thank you all right i'll see you later i said okay great took my stuff it, it was Perfect. one of those were, we're you know look at each other it's not like i'm not shy i'm not looking away right it's a comfortable sort of you get me i get you we're we're cool your buds yeah <laughs> yeah for everybody that's listening. Cindy was saying, so you're doing each other's hair? <laughs> <I> said, Maybe. <laughs> uh, so, okay. I've said what I had to say, too. Like, And this goes to anybody. You want to tell your friends how you feel. Okay? In this case, it was something where I wanted to meet my hero... And say these things. But it also I think about how it applies to everybody in their everyday life. You want to tell people that you care about that you care about them. Right. It's just that this was so rare, that's why it was a seize the moment. You know? Yep. Yeah. And but it was that same feeling of, no, I'm I'm feeling good. I don't feel I have no regrets. I you know, said my piece, I didn't hold anything back. And it was just natural and comfortable, and I couldn't, it was more that I knew when I went to this, that this was going to be good. I knew this was going to be fantastic. I knew he was going to be sweet and wonderful. But again, to have that extra natural, holy crap, the afterthought of,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that went better than I could have possibly planned. Right. But to have your hero like you, same thing like Mike Nesmith liking us.
2: I know. Mike
0: Nesmith already knows my music, and, and T- tells me did you put did you put your music on the CD like hmm. uh, uh yeah do you like it like, yeah I mean that whole holy crap Yep. that vindication is just poof so I I'm thrilled now for the rest of the day
2: or your life <laughs> or my <laughs>
0: life yeah I mean honestly <laughs> god I as much as I hope to meet other good people that happen to be on shows that I like I have, yeah. met, <laughs> I have met my ultimates, my biggest influences. Yep. So then I went and, uh, what did I do? Oh, I'm walking around. Now, this is a big deal. I'm walking around. I'm just about to walk into the men's room. I hear, Mac, Mac. And I turn around.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's someone who I recognize. She goes, it's Kate. it's Kate Ritter from rdaanderson.com who I've known through email for years and I've always appreciated her as a person from what I can glean through emails. But, you know, and she recognized me and I love that. We hit it off. We're standing there talking, uh, comparing notes, uh, you know, talking about Rick and then we ended up going and having lunch together uh, or a snack lunch or whatever. Nice. Well, yeah, nice. We, oh, we were con buddies then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because we just, you know, she's mm-hmm. wonderful. And trading thoughts on, on Brick and life and, you know, swapping stories. And so Terrell's time was going to be on stage, who I had gone over to say hi to earlier uh She was there with Emily, who is her uh, personal appearance manager, but also her friend. Right. Well, Terrell, Cindy and I had met six, seven years ago at a Stargate convention, and she was very sweet and wonderful and kind then, but since then, you know, you follow her on Twitter and... Uh, She had actually a few months ago, for those who may not have heard, gave me her dog tags from Stargate. The dog tags. And that was because once she got a 1,000 people, she was going to give them away to somebody. Well, I was the lucky one that she sent a tweet to saying, congratulations, Mac Jackson. I'm like, thank you. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) So Emily and her would be – I would – uh go back and forth with to give the information and you know Tarrrell was sweet enough to send me Tarot by the way is Janet Frazier on uh Stargate sg1 and now she has a show on the Hallmark channel called Cedar Cove so uh yeah check that out she's uh regular I believe on there
2: yes and Andy McDowell and uh, I don't remember who the
0: i was but yeah but Gary Good Chalk cast. has been on there. Yep. We were talking about that the last
2: night. Lowe from days of our lives who I met about a million years oh, ago. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so she was nice enough to not just send me the dog tags. She sent me a signed picture personalized to me and a nice card. And all I did was be supportive of her on Twitter and so you know, I see her at the table and so I had gone over and said, "Hey, I just wanted to come over and say, hi, it's Mac. She, <gasps> that, and her, both her and Emily are like,
1: Mac, it's you. Oh, hey. How are you? And, yeah,
0: it was great. We're shooting the bullet. You know, and again, another wonderful human being who the invisible wall is gone. Right. And just lets you in. And, and is just so sincerely sweet. Because now it's not like you're the person from the show that I watch. No, you're a friend who's treating me as wonderful as... You possibly can, and
2: like you said before, I mean that's that's really how all the Stargate people were. They we really went.
0: were. I mean, Honestly, and we met
2: it. pretty much everybody mm-hmm. from the show, and there was not one person that wasn't wonderful.
0: Right. I have to. We have to still meet Amanda. <sighs> yes. Uh, and Corinne Nemec, I would like to meet. Yes. I was Sweet just thinking God. the
2: other day how much I miss Jonas. Yep. Wish they kept him around.
0: Me too. Uh, I actually have a story idea that I'll get to that. Anywho, <laughs> um,
2: this podcast is gonna be long enough. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, you know, we're, we're standing there talking and somebody walks up and says, you know, you should get yourself a picture, get a signature. I said, oh, we're beyond that. <laughs> and she's laughing. I said, she gave me your dog tags. <laughs> I even had her laugh. I said, you know, we, we, we see you on other stuff now. And, and Oh, there's Tarot. Oh, look, she's on Arrow. <laughs> I have her dog tags. <laughs> and so, you know, I said, all right, well, I'll see you guys later. And they're so sweet. So. Uh, Kate and I end up going in to see Terrell's time on stage her Q and A. Eve Miles was on stage at the time. Now Eve Miles, I, Cindy, okay, Cindy, myself, and our kids are into Doctor Who now. We are official Whovians, I believe. Yes, we are. Uh, we are three seasons. No, sorry. Four seasons in to it, yeah. In this past year, we've been watching it every weekend uh, from the ninth Doctor on. We're at the 10th Doctor, his last season. Anyway, Eve Miles is from the Doctor Who universe. She has been on Doctor Who and on the spin-off show Torchwood. However, I'm not at her episode yet. So I don't want to come off as, oh, I know all about you. No, I don't. Right. And
1: I'm
0: not there yet. Yeah, I'm not there yet. Yeah. Well, we walk in, and you want to talk about an invisible wall being gone. There is no hold barred from her. She's on stage, rolling around, being silly, yelling vagina. Uh, and she's getting a kick out of it, the fact that certain towns are named what they are. Now they sound dirty. So, we're just sitting there listening to her. Did you
2: tell her that we have a city in Pennsylvania called Intercourse? Oh, they,
0: they covered now that. they knew? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and many others. So, she had a field day. So, Terrell's time is on, and it's great. She's so personable, uh, if you remember. You know, she's, t- she's t- talented wonderful. like it is. Uh, sharing she's stories. Funny. funny, comfortable. She goes... If somebody raises their hand, they're not at the microphone, but they're raising their hand and they're eight people deep into a row. She's like, oh, I'll come to you. And she's climbing over people.
2: She's <laughs> sh- tiny. Yeah. That. She says that
0: she takes her shoes off. She's climbing <laughs> over people. She's sitting on somebody's lap while somebody else asks the question. <laughs> I mean, she's great. And it's so cute because, and this was so, like I said, cute and sincere. She's climbing over somebody to get to them, to ask them a question, and she looks over and sees me.
1: Uh, and I'm just
0: sitting there smiling, and it's without knowing that she's even talking in the microphone, she sees me and goes,
1: hi. <laughs> <laughs> i like, hi.
0: And, you know, so when her time was over, uh, I go back out into the hall, and there's Eve. Mm-hmm. Now, Eve is sitting there with uh, Lisa, who's one of the volunteers that, again, would take the picture, slide it towards her, whatever, mm-hmm. take the money. Well, Lisa and her are hitting it off. I get in line and I walk up and I said, Hi, Eve. Uh, I'm Mac Jackson. I got to warn you, I'm new to Doctor Who. Uh, she goes, Well, welcome.
1: Aw. Yeah,
0: it's. Welcome and have fun. I'm like, oh, yeah. we are. Oh, yeah. And I said, but I wanted to tell you, and I took her hand and said, you're fun.
1: Hmm.
0: You could just tell, like, I like her. Yeah. She's just, yeah. I, we, I could get along with her. Well, we did. We sat, we stood there because nobody's coming up at the time. So Lisa, Eve and I are just shooting the bull and talking and being silly. And Lisa goes, will you take our picture? Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah.
0: So I take her, her cell phone, take a picture. Now they're going to pose. Now they're going to do this shot. Now they're going to do that shot. Now they're Uh, being silly. Right. Well, she goes, come on, you. So I get a picture.
1: Nice.
0: I don't just get one. She's like, okay, now we got to be serious. Oh, okay. She's running the show. Sure. She's that sort of, like, I'm taking charge of this. Now we're silly. (laughs) Be silly. Be silly, (laughs) darn it. So, okay. Having fun. Oh, Kate, by the way, was waiting to get a call from Rick Mm -hmm. to go meet and talk with him. Because she has to get, besides wanting to, she needs info for the website. Right. She's his go-to person for public statements or right. whatever. As she should be on his website. And she had said, you know, he kind of, one of the things we agreed on was, he needs to be a little more out there with people. Like, he hasn't been on Twitter in right. God knows how long. Uh, and she said, you know, I kind of need him to share more, right. send some pictures. I appreciate the silly pictures, but let's get a little more. If you're not working right now, and I'm sure you're having fun at home, take a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, so I agreed. So she was gone to, to meet with him. So I walked, roamed around and, uh, you know, looked at the vendors, had some conversations. Oh, meant to tell you, when I went back out after the karaoke. Right. The book thing was done. Yeah, Yeah, I felt like crap. I caught Sally in the hall. <laughs> Sally, hey, I, I swear to God, I'm not a jerk. I didn't blow you off. I was there. It was crowded, and then you were gone because I was stuck in karaoke. I'll tell you more about it later. <laughs> <laughs> and she understood. She was great. Right. So she invited me to an actual 10-year party that they were having. Fandemonium Books. It was 10 years old. They were having a party with the author. Some of the authors there, one of them was going to read from the new release. So, she even put me, I know you saw it, but if you go to her blog uh, for Fandemonium, there's a picture of me, and I'm part of the video that they made, Mm -hmm. and I pop up a couple good times. So, it was cute. They had a cake, a Stargate cake, and blue jello. Right. And Fruit Loops. Of course. And Jaffa cakes. Nice. Yeah. So and I was hungry, so <laughs> I made the most of that. Uh Fruit Loops and uh Jell O Nice. Yeah. Kinda like cat food and jello. No, it's good. Um about sweet. Yeah, no, I know. I know. It's just I keep Jaffa thinking, cakes, maybe not so much. I'm thinking of the, the Christmas story, um, with um Christmas vacation where they the, the they put the cat food in the jello. Rice. That's where my mind went. Anyway. Anywho, so we had a good time hanging around. And somebody was talking to her about possibly doing audio books. Like, you just have to get people that are willing to read or do voices or whatever. So I Hello? said to her, when, when he's done trying to sell you on this, come to me and I'll tell you something. So she did.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I said two things. One, when you need somebody to... Do any sort of voice work? I do voice work. I do that. Right. That's my
2: thing. Yeah. That's your jam. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like, "Oh, okay." So seriously, it's not like I'm looking for money or whatever. I'm sure right. you will pay me, but that's not what this is about. Right. Uh, no, you'd be
2: honored to do it.
0: Honored to do it in any way. She, well, she goes, "Would you be willing to read a whole book?" I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I don't get lost on the word, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. I said I, I had volunteered with my uncle, actually, to read to the blind on the radio.
1: Right.
0: So I have no shame or fear or anything. <laughs> so I said, you know, the other thing that I w- wondered was I've, I'm i always writing uh, stories, and I've actually come up with <clears throat> some fun fill in the whole type story. Mm-hmm. So what steps do I need to do to have you seriously look at something? Right. Like I've, I've written stuff and then not knowing how to get it to you. She says, oh, okay, well, and she gave me the rundown. She said she'd send me the information, so I have to bug her about that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, basically the, my idea w- had to do, do with uh, the Jonas that we were just talking about. Nice. I was trying to think of his name and like get to Jonas. Mm-hmm. Jonas Quinn. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's kind of explaining where he's been and how to get him back. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I hope that happens. Um, that would be a dream job to have, to be a writer. Yes. Please. So stayed there for a while and, and had a wonderful time. And then I thought, okay, well, it's 8 o'clock. I'm going to go roam around a little. Don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of my night. And I walk into the bar. And I'm standing there. It's very crowded. People are, are around. Um, I see, uh, what's his name from um, Grimm? I don't want to butcher his name, so let me, let me find it and I'll read it to you. Uh, his name is, hang on two seconds. Silas. Silas Weir Mitchell. Uh, nice guy, but you know, I, I didn't want to disturb him because I don't watch Grimm, and you know I'm not going to walk up and say, hey, I don't watch your show. <laughs> but uh, he was at the bar talking with people, and so was Eve. Now, Eve, at this point, isn't the Doctor Who person to me. She's my friend that I just met. Right. Her and Jen are just girls that I happen to get along with.
2: Right.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean... It's easy to forget that they're people, you know, like, and they want to have those sort of uh, experiences too, you know, just normal person to person experiences. Because when you, th- I mean, I know from not being famous, but from doing creative stuff that I have my friends who haven't seen a thing that i've done but they're still my friends i mean i don't i don't need that for them uh you know to to qualify our relationship so and what i mean by that is you you didn't know eve for her fame but you got to be her friend exactly so it's like you don't need that you don't need to be like hey i know you're famous so i want to be friends with you it's like yep
0: and there were people that you know to one degree or another, we're, we're starstruck or, you know, wanting to pal around with Robert Picardo because he's from Voyager. and You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But you, you don't make a connection that way. You no, f- of course not. Uh, and I see her talking to somebody. And, you know, they're, they're shooting the bull or whatever. And I'm watching the TV and I turn. Now, as I turn, I didn't realize that Eve was walking behind me to go somewhere, Mm -hmm. to go to the bar.
1: And I
0: accidentally punched her in the boob. (laughs) With your elbow. With my elbow. (laughs) Right in the boob. (laughs) (laughs) So, she's like, and of course, she plays it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. She's like, you punched me in the boob. (laughs) And <laughs> so I go over and start joining the the group conversation that's going on, and she's teasing the the one girl that she was talking to, saying that she dro- she drove one of those little carts. So she's like, "I want her to, tomorrow while I'm signing, smash into the table and knock me over." I'm like, yeah, "All right, I'll film it. Yeah, you can film it, and it'll be great." And I think she sincerely had planned on this. I, yeah, I think
2: she was expecting it.
0: Well. Where that fell apart was they wanted to have her dressed up and all goofy and like before she slammed into Eve. You have to go to the store and nobody was doing it. Right. Anywho, so we start talking. Now I had told Eve about how Everly is my daughter, I said at the time was my daughter even said Doctor Who? Doctor Who? Toddis. Well they <laughs> love the way that Everly says Todd. So they had me keep saying it. So we're at the bar, and people start showing pictures of their kids. So we go, well, there's my two. There's Mikey. He's five. And there's Everly. She's two. What's her name? Everly. That's a beautiful name, she says. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Oh. Said, well, you know, I'm a singer-songwriter, and we, we love the Everly brothers. So you're a singer-songwriter? Sing us a song. Oh, jeez. Like, no, <laughs> no, no. I, I, no, Seriously. Sing us a play song. I, no, I, she doesn't
2: seem like the type that will take no, for an answer. So. Oh,
0: buckle up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's a crowded bar. I don't go sing an acapella. Nobody wants to hear that. Do you, do you play guitar? I do. Go get your guitar. I'm like, no, well, no, it's in the car. I just, again, I've learned, especially since the whole Jason Momoa thing, Yeah. always have your guitar with you. Yeah. You never know when a moment is going to happen again. Well, guess what? It was about to happen again. <laughs> Go get your effing guitar. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I, I guess I'm gonna go get my guitar. So I come back in. They pull up a stool for me. They put tables together so everybody can sit together. It's a crowded bar. I have Silas there. Apparently Robert Picardo had come in, and I start playing. She's Eve's buying me drinks. My she goes, what are you drinking? Coke, no ice. Coke, no ice. Keep it coming. <laughs> So I first song I sing, I think, all right, we gotta get everybody singing together. So I picked country roads. Sure. It is a fantastic thing to have me singing the 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 verses and have the whole bar come together on the chorus. Mm -hmm. It was a freaking rocky mountain high. (laughs) And you know, so now okay, well let's just keep going. So while I'm here, I have the book in front of me. I just keep playing. Well, people start gathering around more. I have people coming up trying to sing harmony over my shoulder. I have another guy who came up and starts playing the box that you sit on, and you—oh
1: my gosh—play
0: the rhythm too. She's like, "Do you mind if I join you?" I'm like, come on, go ahead. No problem with me. People are requesting. Do there's a table full of Star Trek people. Dressed up in uniforms, mm-hmm. off to the side, you Beatles, do some beat. All right, I know two Beatles songs I can do.
1: Yeah! Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm also, I'm playing my own songs, which people are paying attention to. I'm playing uh, Mrs. Robinson that mm-hmm. everybody's rocking out to. And I play The Light by David Gray.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, Eve is also having people come up to her. So she's talking to people. Right. It's a crowded bar, but I just, I have no microphone. Right. Singing my little heart out, and I start doing the light. Well, the light is one of those songs that I don't need to look at chords for. Just close my eyes and go. Mm hmm. Let the emotion overwhelm you. Well, you can see the picture. She's staring at me, sitting there, hand on her chin, watching me. And when it was over, she comes over and puts her arms around me and goes, Yeah, I gotta tell you when you let yourself go, you're bloody brilliant
1: <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. He right?
0: kissed on the cheek and, and just, you know, was so supportive. And at one point, they're all, everybody around just starts applauding. I wasn't even like at a point to applaud for me. It wasn't like, oh, you're done with the song. You're, you're, they all just, yeah. I'm like, what, why? What happened? What did what, I do? She's, they all said, you're sitting here for over two hours, playing for free, without a microphone, singing your heart out and giving us joy. Aww. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, thank you. And it was great. And like I said, I almost played for three hours. And eventually I said, all right, well, I'm going to put the guitar away. It was a fantastic time. Uh, put the guitar away. And who comes walking in just as I'm placing the guitar in Batero and Emily.
1: Aww.
0: I'm like... Terrell. <laughs> I said, what? He just missed me playing. I was just playing for almost three hours. Oh, I know. <laughs> Dorian, Terrell. Terrell. So, we got some pictures with her. Like It was nice. I, it was. I got uh, Emily, to all of us together. Uh, and we were having a nice conversation, but she was there to work. She actually had to meet with people. Mm. So, I said, all right, well, I'll talk to you later. But it was sweet. She Gave me a big hug and for the pictures and everything. And then downstairs, they were having like a doof, 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 doof dance party uh-huh. where all the lights are out in the right. Yeah, I'm not doing that. But out in the lobby was Nathan and a bunch of friends and his wife who had shown up then. And it was great when she I'd never met her before. And when she went. I just walk up to her out on the floor during the day and just gave her a big hug. I didn't know you know, I figured, well, oh, if she doesn't know who I am? It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> you don't know me, but I'm hugging you now. But she took it well. So we all just hung out in the lobby and watched sober people walk in. Drunk people get carried out. <laughs> and so that was, then we went back upstairs and I had to tell them the huzzah story. Which, Uh yeah, for those listening, maybe sometime I'll tell the huzzah story. Uh, But basically, we started laughing and didn't stop until Mm 3.30. So, that was Saturday. Sunday. Now, Sunday comes, and I'm trying to think of what happened first. Oh, I know what happened first. At noon, Leonard Nimoy Skyped with us.
2: That's Awesome.
0: Now I'm not a big Star Trek guy, but I adore Leonard Nimoy. Mm-hmm. Leonard Nimoy is a sweet, sweet man who can't be with us in person because he has, I think it's emphysema now. Something, Something where he can't. Because from all the years, he even said he's very open and honest. He goes, "Look, at him. I was a great smoker. I I could make a living out of smoking. I was that good at it." But now, if I got up, walked across the room, and came back, I'd have to sit here for five minutes and not talk, because i have to concentrate on breathing. Wow. Yeah. So, hey, he's, you know, using it to share, don't smoke. Right. Uh, and it was funny, first of all, it took them 15 minutes to hook up Skype and get it right for where they had the connection. And he goes, okay, hi, everybody, and he can't hear us, because the microphone is over there, but apparently he can hardly hear the loud screams of everybody. You have to actually talk into it. So he goes, remember that episode of Star Trek where I sang a song? Well, here it is. He has his grandson there playing guitar. So he starts singing the song that he wrote for that one episode of Star Trek. He gets halfway through it and Skype cuts out. And I felt so bad for him. Uh -uh. But they get it hooked up. He goes, you there? Okay, third verse. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Like a trooper. Love it. So people start asking questions, and he's giving and wonderful and kind. And I even sent a tweet to him just letting him know, I adore you. You were very sweet to do that, and I admire you. So that happened. But that pushed everything back by 15 minutes. Right. So everybody had to, well, they everybody got their full time. So, let me think. Uh, Eve went back up, and it was so sweet, because Eve, oh, this is nice. Eve being as unguarded as she is, okay. decided, and she was right after Leonard Namor, Uh She was going to have us call the guy who played her husband on Torchwood, and have us all sing, happy birthday to you, right as a crowd. mm mm-hmm. uh, which reminds me, I have to tell you about Rick's time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. But instead, say, happy birthday, loser crap head. Huh. Well, he FaceTimes her. He calls right back while she's on stage and FaceTimes her so we all get to see him. And he gets to see us.
2: That's awesome.
0: And then she had us call a couple other members of her cast. She goes, who should I call next? Let me think. And I yell out, Tenet. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah. Because i think, what does she call David 10 Seriously? I don't want him to bust his chops, but I, I think that'd be cool.
2: Yeah. I, and I mean, I hey, if you're sure asking.
0: That. Right. If you want to know, here's my thought. And she's like, oh, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that to him. David, no, he's too sweet. I
1: can't Aww. Do that. And, Yeah.
0: So she was wonderful and hilarious. But when it was time for her to go, she got all choked up. She goes, sincerely, I've never had a better time. You people are wonderful. you made me feel loved. And, yeah, got choked up. And I made sure beforehand, because she had to hop on a flight. Mm-hmm. So I went over and had said bye to her. She gave me a big hug and kiss. And, you know, it was great to meet God, her. Grabbed you got a little? Yeah. A lot? Yeah.
2: All right. Uh, <laughs> I can't blame her. What do I know you can do?
0: So, no. Uh, so, you know, because I, I knew she was going and say her goodbyes. Well, Rick's time was going to be coming, uh, but on Saturday, now, for anybody who can go on YouTube, look up Richard E. Anderson, August 2nd, 2014, someone filmed his hour-long segment, and edited out all the questions, and basically made it a 28-minute video, Rick came out on stage, and the guy who announced him on Saturday said, look at." Just so everybody knows, today is Rick's daughter Wiley's sweet sixteenth birthday. Aww, everybody does that. But Rick's like, yeah, I, I wasn't gonna be able to come to this. But Wiley said, "Dad, you gotta go." Aww. Yeah, which I think is wonderful.
2: She seems like a very, very sweet girl.
0: Yeah. So and and I even thanked her on Twitter. Like, thank you, Wiley, for letting us meet him. You know. Yeah. And so he said, well, to to pay her back, he'd like us all to sing happy birthday. Now, not only is it wonderful and sweet that he did that, but to watch him, this is really what is so sweet. Go find this video where he is having us all sing, and he's touching his heart. He's getting it filled up. Mm -hmm. And he starts it off by, hey, kid, this is for you. And turns the camera, and we all sing, and he's so proud and thankful. And he says, oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Something like, you know, love you, baby. I'll see you soon. Daddy's got to go to work. Yeah.
3: He that's, turns- really- huh? that's That's really, really sweet.
0: Oh, so sweet. And he was, I, I already know this, hilarious. Yeah. And, and giving and sharing stories and, and silly. Like he's sitting in the chair and he's wet, you know, sh- uh, rocking, sh- his rocking his legs. Yeah, I was going to say swaying his legs. Just being a kid. Just having yep. fun. Well, there's two points in this video that you can hear me. And it wasn't to be obnoxious. A lot of people, when they think, oh, I'm going to yell up at you while you're on stage because I want you to notice me. Right. That's not what this was about. This was about me either being helpful or... or just
2: a really good comedic opening. Yeah, it was a
0: good comedic opening that I knew he would appreciate. Right. He says at one point, he's like, you know, this is one of those times where instead of being deep and philosophical and saying, well, I like both characters and they're both me and they're different sides of me. He's like, well, you know, who was more fun to play? Jack, because Jack, you know, had more fun off camera. Okay. He's downplaying it. He's being funny. And he goes, Yeah, MacGyver, I don't know what he was doing in his off time. He didn't have a girlfriend, did he? And I yelled out, It's because they kept dying. And he lost it. <laughs> and you can watch, you can, can watch play. it on this video. And then the other time is when he's talking about doing the two Western episodes of MacGyver, where he dreams he's a cowboy. Uh, Serenity and MacGyver's Women were the two episodes, by the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But he goes, yeah, you know, uh, we, I don't, we did, uh, I don't know how many cowboy western episodes we did. I'm off to the side, I go, two? T- two? And he just puts his head down and starts laughing. He goes, you guys are way too informed. <laughs> and then he even goes, I guess, you know, when we filmed one or two, And looks over <laughs> at me. So, you know, you, you got to pick your moments. And I love that I have him on film cracking up. So, day two, what were you going to say?
2: I was going to ask about the third moment. Was that a different...
0: That was day two. Okay. Because at this point, I, you know, if I didn't see this video, I may not have remembered both moments. Nice. Yeah. And again, you want to keep your mouth shut. Mm -hmm. You don't let him talk and don't try and be cute. Right. And I'll say, for the most part, everybody was very respectful and... Because yeah, we've been to Stargate mm-hmm. conventions where you're just going, oh, people, upper. shut up. You're yeah. just embarrassing us and yourself yeah. and whoever's up on stage. Everybody was well-behaved. Second day, Rick comes out. He's like, you know, he, just as hilarious and, and giving. As a matter of fact, he was very giving with the info. I, I I've known stuff about him without him saying it because he might imply it, or you can just kind of piece it together. In this case, he was sharing stuff. And one of the things that he shared was, um, he said, you know, somebody said, about when you filmed uh, Stargate, uh, the movie where you went up to the Arctic, did you really go to the Arctic, and what was that like? Because, oh, yeah, 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 we went up there, and he starts telling stories about that. Then he decides to share which I just adore that I was there. Because, you know, right after that, coincidentally, I went to the doctor to get a checkup. And they put you on that stress thing where you're walking up a hill and then they tilt the treadmill more and they have you wired up and everything. he said, you know, and I'm like, oh, this is this is not fun. This hurts. And he has one of those guys off to the side. No, you can do it, Mr. Anderson. Yeah, come on, five more miles. You can do it. He's like, okay, yeah, okay. I'm just, I'm going to sit now. When it was done, he said, I'm just going to, I'm going to have, I'm going to sit down. And then he laid down and he said, he remembered somebody coming in. The guy had left the room. And then the doctor comes in a little while later and goes, Rick. Oh, Rick. Um, yeah, so we're going to take a ride in the ambulance. Um, we're going to go to the emergency room. He's like, uh, uh why? Apparently he had two blockages in his heart. Oh my gosh. He had to get two stints put in. Wow. Yeah. For him to share that, to yeah. feel comfortable enough. I love that. And he yeah. didn't say it like, I need to be serious for a moment. He's like, No, this is a That's funny what story. And, and yeah. And so he's like, Ugh. you don't know how close you come to uh-huh. Yeah. And uh you know, throughout that whole conversation, he he was just giving and funny. When you watch the video, you see him. The this little old lady comes out at the end of this video that that's I'm telling great. you about, and she has a tude. I'm sure she's a very nice she's woman, funny. but she's funny. But that's her shtick. She yeah. comes out and she's cranky. Well, he goes and and he's playing against that. When she's not looking, he goes to take the microphone off her. And then she looks down, and he acts like he's going to hit her with it. He's going to backhand her with it. And then she looks at him, and he's like, no, nothing, I'm not doing I'm not doing anything. And uh, she, you know, so you could see that. Well, at one point, they, it was, a, it was the top of the hour, and somebody was up to ask a question, and they came out from back to let him know, your time's up, and the, girl at the microphone said, excuse me, uh-uh. We're, we, he, has, he has another 15 minutes. And she was right. Good for her. Well, well, good for her and good for Rick. He goes, yeah! Get out of here! <laughs> well, I'm having fun. I don't want to go. He, and he doesn't. He wants to just keep chatting. Yeah. And he's like, nah, yeah, they're right. Shoot. <laughs> so they do. I'm like, okay, sorry, sorry. And he's hilarious. Now... There were two other moments during this hour where I said a couple things. One, I can't remember the one offhand, and I'm sure it'll come to me. But one thing that you and I do, and this was beautiful. John Lovitz had a character on Saturday Night Live, and they would do the whole overacting type of thing. And it's acting!
2: Thespians!
0: Yeah. Uh... Rick has done that whenever mm-hmm. he's doing, like, a TV appearance and somebody applauds. And I have done that with you. Oh, we do that together yeah, all the time. time. Coincidentally. It was perfect. He's up on stage, and he goes, you know, like, John Love, it's a little tribute to him. Because he was saying something about acting. He goes, acting! And I yell, thank you! Which is <laughs> what he has always done. Yep. On in Stargate, in interviews, it's just part of his personality. It was part of mine, and to have that come together at that perfect moment. Yep. So I yell, "Thank you!" and he turns to me. Without missing a beat. Yeah. Thank you. Like Uh yes, like you got it. Yep. Thank you. Uh Oh. You and me. I'm like yeah, I know.
1: (laughs) I know. Yeah, buddy.
0: yeah, I got to think of what that other moment was cuz it was and it cracked him up then too. And it wasn't being obnoxious. Right. It wasn't trying to be cute. It was just this is a funny moment and you and it was one that he appreciated too. And he knew that it, it was me cuz each time he'd make eye contact mm-hmm. like there. All right, Smack, I got. You know, he's safe. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, he even said, "I appreciate these smaller groups because he goes, I've done Comic Con and I, you know, done these other bigger ones and everybody's wonderful. But you don't get this, this one on one time. Right. I can look at all of you people. I'm not seeing bright light shining in my face.
1: Yeah.
0: So. Wonderful. Another thing, a couple things he he's threw out there was about he mentioned William Shatner and how he doesn't like him. I had heard throughout the weekend people who were at shore leave, I guess the previous one, William Shatner was the guest of honor. And what an a-hole. Horrible to people. That's all I heard all weekend. They're like, oh, yeah, he acted like he didn't want to be there. He wouldn't look up from signing. I You went to go get a picture with them. He was very unapproachable. Somebody even said they walked up and said, is it okay if I put my arm around you? Now everybody else already had. But this person she just cared to ask. Cared to ask and also had the vibe of you don't want to be here. Yeah. Is it okay? He's like, Yeah, I guess if you wanna. Richard Jane Anderson had said during his QA, you know what, like I for me, this is the payoff. This is what acting's about. Getting to meet you guys, have our moments, have our conversations. This is the best payoff that I can get.
2: That's wonderful.
1: Yeah.
0: And he said, you know, unlike people like William Shatner who just show up, they never look up, they got a black pen between these fingers and a silver pen between the next two, and just switch. And he's right. Yeah. And to hear him say that, I adore him for not playing the...
2: I can't say anything bad about... Right. Yeah.
0: He says afterwards, you oh, know, yeah, don't pick a war between us. He's, he's my buddy. And he kind of like... Goes, no, no, you no. And that was another thing. Oh, that was another thing about his humor. He, he, he would do those, like, he'd say something and go, no, I don't. Yeah, no, I really no. would No, I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, and he also mentioned Alan Thicke. Well, I had heard him mention before about getting a kick out of watching Alan Thick get beat up on the ice because they've skated together for charity or whatever. And he goes, yeah, and Gordie Howe came out, and he's still Mr. Elbow's. And one of the best moments I saw was when Alan Thicke went up against the wall with him and, and came back with a broken nose. Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah, it was his first uh, plastic surgery. Sadly, not his last.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, just great stuff. And also very telling and very sincere. Yeah. And that you kind of get that thought about, okay, Alan Thicke kind of comes off as kind of smarmy. Mm-hmm. And apparently that's what Rick got from him, too. So, okay. This was at the end of the day. It was over at 5. And he had his extra 15 minutes that to give him his hour.
2: I don't yeah. know which hour this happened in uh-huh. or which day, but you mentioned something to me about... Or, actually, I'm sorry, I saw it on the video. Um, so anybody who looks at the video will be able to see it. Um, somebody asked him about Dane Elkar yeah, that was beautiful. And yeah. then he met, he went and on his own mentioned Don Davis, which made me cry. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just really—it's so sweet to hear him talk about how much he really just cared about those guys and you know looked up to them as actors and as people. And uh, it was—it was just a really nice moment.
0: And to and to know that Don adored him too. I know. I know. Don told us about how he got that job because Rick went and requested him yep. for that part. You know. And and we we were lucky enough to have many conversations with Don. And he was all about the stories. Yeah. As a matter of fact, great. Terrell when just the moment that somebody mentioned Don while she was on stage, oh right God. away broke into tears.
2: She yeah, she I, said I, I know that went, about her. He was
0: like my daughter, or he I was like his daughter, yeah. He was like my dad. Yeah. And just can't say enough good things about him. And we can testify to that.
1: Absolutely. And it's not
0: because he's gone that we say that.
1: No, he was no. He's a we wonderful, said wonderful
0: man that we we're proud to know. And I mean, to have him come up to us when he would see us.
1: Yeah.
2: As
0: opposed to like, oh, there's Don. You'd be like, oh, no, there's, there's Mac and Cindy. Yeah. And come over to us. Hey, guys. And, yeah. Wow. So.
2: Even the first time um, we had met him one year and the next year
0: he remembered us.
2: As soon as he saw us, he came right up to us and yep. and you know don't know if you remember our names, but he recognized us and came right up and you know how are you guys doing and
0: put his told, arm around you.
2: Yeah, told the most wonderful stories and just sweet sweet man.
0: And and he he I gave him the idea for his
2: his speech his uh his time on the time, podium yeah. kind of thing.
0: Yeah, which is really cool cuz yeah. he was supposed to read from books and the books got lost in transit. But we were talking about music, and he said, "Oh, my, you know, just talking with my friend Mac there about uh, music, and uh, then ended up
2: reading lyrics of something."
0: Yeah, many things. Yeah, which I thought was so cool. Like that's
1: because of me. <laughs>
0: um, so by the time Rick was done, it's Sunday, and it's five thirty, and so okay, you know that that was it. Rick was going to do one last signing. By the way. I mean, I'm telling you, when he was not on stage or sleeping, he was signing for people.
2: Amazing. And I even
0: said on Sunday morning, I text Cindy, I said, you know what's wonderful? To be at such a wonderful place of zen that he can be five feet from me. And I don't feel the need to make myself known. Yeah. He knows I'm there. I know he's there. I don't feel like I, hey, look over here. Mm, I'm good.
2: You couldn't possibly ask for more than you already have. I could ask for
0: more, and it would be wrong of me to do so yeah yeah that whole sincere connection is just uh, I'll take that with me for the rest of my life.
3: Well that's great, right Yeah I uh, I've gone to a bunch of conventions but I've never gone to meet anybody uh, like that so and I don't th- I don't know if anybody, that I would want to meet would has gone to conventions and done that like signings and Q and or anything like that. So, um, and like you said, it's, it was better than say like New York Comic-Con or obviously San Diego. Cause those are just way too big. You would never, you know, right. if, if that's where you had to have gone to meet him, you would have been, it, you never would have got that experience and, and not through the fault of the of of the person, but it's just it's impossible to do it there. Exactly. I mean, it's hard enough to go, let alone have some some time with uh with the person. But that sounds like a you know a great a great experience. So, okay, so I run around and say goodbye to everybody.
0: Uh, you know, run upstairs, say goodbye to Nathan and uh, uh Sally. Uh, just everybody. So I come back down to get something, and Kate is still down there. Kate, coincidentally, had found out was going to possibly meet with Rick again afterwards.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I thought, like, you know what, she's standing here. You, know, I, you said it was okay that I stuck around for a little while later. So I thought, yeah. all right, I'm going to stay with her and keep her company because I don't want to leave anybody by themselves. She'll get the text from him when it's time. And then she'll be good, but until then, I'm not going to abandon people. So I she was my my con buddy for yeah. you know most of the weekend. You never leave a man or a woman behind.
1: And <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> so we're talking about 9/11, and it was weird. Like, where were you? One of those type yeah. of things. And she was a uh, teacher. She had just retired uh, a few months ago. And so, they're, that type of story. Mm-hmm. And just having a really good conversation again. And I look, and here comes Rick. Rick was done with the signing. Everybody had pretty much gone. There were still some people hanging around. And here comes Rick walking through. Towards us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Very cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't need to bug him. Nope. Uh, and, but... Kate wants to, she, he walks right by Kate, and she has to get his attention. Right. She goes, Rick, Rick. And he goes, what? And turns, looks at me, and I'm like, I point to her. Like, it's not me, it's actually her. And he goes, oh, hey, and comes over. She goes, am I going to the, back to the hotel, or are we going to do something? And you can tell he was done. He had been giving and giving and giving. But he's his body was saying, Okay, you're you know when you get tired yeah, and a headache.
2: Just exhausted. Mentally
0: you're like, Yeah but your body's just going, Oh no, no, mm-hmm. it's it's you're done. You need to lay down and go and slip into a nice coma. That he was at that point now. And he comes over and goes, ah, oh, I'd love to, but I got I have this bad headache now. I I, I really do want to. And he gives her a hug, he says, I'm sorry. So no, it's okay, and I'm just standing next to them and just like you know, I feel for him. Right. And so he's I, I, I really wish I could, and I chime in, with, and again, this isn't about I'm talking. It's this was I feel the need to say this to another human being who is a hurt bird. I mm-hmm. said, so, look, you don't don't feel bad about anything. You've been going nonstop since Friday. You've been doing signings when you weren't even supposed to supposed to do signings. And I was wearing my what would MacGyver do t shirt. Hmm. So I said that to him. I said, So you know, you're you're good. You've done more than anybody could ever ask. He walks up to me and touches my chest and says, Yes, but you have to ask yourself, what would MacGyver do?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: And <laughs> we we chuckled at each other. I said, "Yeah, that's that's true." And then he gave him a pat on the arm and said, "Hey, it's good to see you again." Said, yeah, you too. And as he walked away, I said, "You know, feel better." And he turned back. He said Yeah, thanks. And you could hear it in his voice, like he would. He, he was done. He was hurting. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. And then uh, gave Kate a ride over to her hotel because I wasn't going really to. She, she was going to try and take the, the tram over, but that was closed now. So I'm, like, I'm, I'm heading out. Right. Hop in the car. And I'm not going to have you cross four lanes of highway. <laughs> so she she let me do that. And then I was on my way home. But I'm telling you, so, so blessed. Absolutely. I mean, I can't, like you said, you can't ask or imagine more.
2: Right. No. 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 <laughs> I mean, what can you say? I mean to have that many that many moments, that many times to actually interact with them in the first place is amazing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, normally you get once, maybe twice, like, you know, an autograph moment and a picture moment.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and maybe a question during the the Q and A. But I mean to have several conversations, mm-hmm. you know, not just even moments, but actual conversations with him is just an amazing blessing and it's just to have that connection is just, like you said, just unimaginable. I mean, you'd never think in a million years that it would be that awesome. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: And to hit it off with someone that you already like. That's wonderful. Yeah. I can't beat RDA. Oh,
3: yeah, of course. <laughs> no, you know what? Even, again, it's weird to think about, but even famous people have inspirations and people that they would get starstruck by i don't i don't i don't know that anybody would begrudge you unless they're a really really big jerk um you know try wanting to have the experiences that you've had and um you know like like you said from the first day when he was like just go you know like not not a mean way or anything like that but like
0: right like i know uh, how much this means to you and we've just met
3: yeah exactly
0: Oh, I just yeah. So for the rest of my life, I'll be thinking about how blessed we have been. Yeah. I I think about Mike Nesmith and you, you go back and now I watch stuff before I I met these people and wow, it's surreal. Yes. That's a guy who who I know I met. Who knows me? That's the big one. That's the thing. holy crap. He knows me. Yep. He by name. Like he is cute too, because he signed the two Mac Richard Dean Anderson, and then put underneath the Mac, because he's Mac too. Yeah, <laughs> two Mac
1: from Mac. So cool.
0: I adore that. So yeah, uh, you'll you'll be hearing me glow for the rest of my life through all these I need these sunglasses podcasts.
2: in the house right now. Yeah. it's glowing.
0: Honest to God. And, you know, the only thing that that will make this a better podcast is if he says, yeah, okay, I'm free, Mm -hmm. and can come on and shoot the bull. I even said to him when we were talking, I said, you know, a nice relaxing conversation about whatever you feel like shooting the bull about like we are now.
2: Right. Not necessarily about like, okay, so in this
0: episode. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's like, no, what do you want to talk about? What do you like? What are your interests?
0: And the beautiful thing is that I already know. What questions he's been asked a thousand right. times. Yeah, you rode your bike through Alaska, and you used to be a mime, and you worked at SeaWorld, <laughs> and it punched you in the face, and broke your nose. All right, I got it. You know what I mean? I I, know, I Believe I, me. I wince at him, for him, when he gets asked all that again.
1: Yeah,
0: And, you know... And, and again, he even told the story of how he got picked for MacGyver, but went a little more into detail because we all know the story with mm-hmm. him taking out his glasses. Right? Got a little more into where he was before that.
1: Neat.
0: Very cool. Uh, so yeah, uh, anybody who was fortunate enough to meet RDA, uh, please share your thoughts. Uh, you could put a comment under this video. Find us on Facebook. Uh, you could find me. I'm, Mac uh, W. Jackson. I'm on Twitter. Uh, Cindy is on there. What is your Twitter name?
2: Cindy C. Jax. Cindy C. J-A-X.
0: Really? J-A-X. That's not how you spell Jackson. No, it's how you spell Jax. Ah, oh, then you were dead on.
2: All right. I tried.
0: Um. So, yeah, and check out, uh, uh, like I said, our Facebook page. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh... Check out the Sleepy Hollow page fan page on Facebook. Uh, Say hi to Cindy when you're there. She'll say hi back. I will. She will charm and delight you with her wittiness.
2: All right, now that's pressure. All right, well. I'll I'll say hi.
0: Yeah, she'll say hi. (laughs) She may not be witty. Maybe not. Yeah. Uh, But thank you, everybody, for listening. And thanks to Wiley for letting us meet your dad. And, of course, thanks to Rick for being better than I already knew you were. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And thanks to Nick for jumping in and doing this. Of course. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: Adios.